Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I hope you are doing well and that anyone who is tuning in who is new understands 5D is integrated minds and restorative embodied selves. We don't have ego-sensitive people. It means you're not going to go out of your way to be in any way, shape, or form tuning in if you have some group that you belong to and uh, we can't speak openly. So what I'm talking about are people who make big deals out of words and don't understand that we all use words differently. And this is a podcast that is not for everybody. So it's only for the ones who have not been separated from pure consciousness or want to move back into their connectedness to pure consciousness, which means unconditional love. And it doesn't mean that I'm only going to use the correct verbiage of anything because I honestly am not perfect as anybody else. And so there you go. And I also did write topic not for ego sensitive person who's life sensitive means they're not going to pick apart and say, oh, let me go and make a statement of X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G, F, you know, even though there are people that will do it anyways. And it's very fascinating how much those who are in limited consciousness spend their time ruminating and in the biochemistry of fear because they don't know how to work from the unconsciously loving consciousness energy, which is when you are in a physiological state of compassion. does not mean you're perfect with your mouth. No, no. It just means you're a smart ass with your mouth and you recognize it. There's the difference. So, enlightenment soul age group is like when Sadhguru gets picked on by people who don't understand what he's talking about because those same people are breaking apart a philosophy that they don't understand because apparently social behavior in their mind is to be led by whatever it is their rigid ass leaders told them and you know they want to be everybody's parent. So here's what enlightenment soul age group people do when we see, of course, the system will have to meet in the middle. And we understand since we see all of those non-disciples picking apart all information, like with a sad guru to the 5D educators, and some of them go out of their way to create schools. They even use the word, and, you know, that's why people that are in those groups say, oh, well, the world is coming apart because there's all these groups and social media is making it worse. And it's like, no, not really. That's just uh, illusion. But what you're expressing is something the 5D self-empowered enlightened person will see and the enlightenment soul age group person will note how to use functional adult love language and then also maintain a sense of calm. I'm still practicing, by the way. I'm practicing to remember that Everything's going to be good in my body, by the way, and so that I can also join on in and continue to expand our conversations in a very imperfect way, by the way. So our lovely naysayer, it's pseudoscience bullshit for people that are going to be IHP naysayers, and it's self-help crap. You'll realize it pretty soon once you say, oh, wait, this is all stupid. Once it's all stupid, you should change the channel and go somewhere else. Or you can tune in and then go ahead and nitpick. And because you lack creativity, nitpick on what somebody else is saying. Because see, when people nitpick on something that somebody else is saying, obviously there's a lack of creativity in your own world for you're using somebody else's expression in order to, I don't even know what. But that's 
where it's at, the ego-sensitive people who are not truly self-empowered because they're busy in other people's business, meaning other people's opinions, which come out of our asses. We're, we're admitting it. I'm, I'm fine with my opinions coming out of my ass. Channel guidance. I said I'm a 5D mystic, not 4D, so I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life because my 5D peeps don't need to be told what to do with their life. They actually understand what it means to be yourself. From their heart, they're like, yeah, that rocks, man. I want to be myself. The ones who twitch their noses, what they don't unfortunately realize is twitching your nose means that there's a defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, shame, defensive strategy within your body that began at a very young age. And it is heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart. The psychoeducators, the good one, talk about it, which is why compassion-based therapy is important, and which is why we, the 5D, are Zen masters and not the other way around. And so we will see the compulsive thief, liar, manipulator, gaslighter, ghoster, addicted to sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is that their addiction is, excessive clean eating, being an excessive ego-sensitive human being, being in their self-righteousness, that's compulsive too, you name it. They're all not in their prefrontal cortex. They're not using their integrated mind. They're not the optimal higher human consciousness potential that they could be because they haven't started to learn how to be mindful of their self in their brain and mind sight. Also notice their sensations in their body. And then to bring their physical, energetic, and mind bodies and their mindsets monkey or the doll donkey even though they should use a different one because donkey is a really great strong animal butterfly scattered and we got the one siphoned and then the one illuminated with themselves this is all i learned it from my yoga practitioner workshop with the lady who helps people to move beyond addictions and also has a program so People who are in 5D, they move beyond their defectiveness shame. So they heal their own heart. They heal their addictive behaviors, which are maladaptive responses slash safety behaviors due to unresolved trauma. So they figure out they have slivers of unresolved trauma, which whether it was dysregulated or modulated embodied selves, they move themselves into restorative embodied selves because they did enough of the ventral vagal nerve conditioning, whether with yoga and good psychotherapy or, you know, whatever it is that they came to become aware of or however it is, and they're an unconsciously loving, pure consciousness human being now, which we all are, but some return to that unconditional love with their own flaws and imperfections and humanities, and so we got lovely life-sensitive people who can have all types of conversations without getting in each other's face. And doesn't matter whether I'm pro-choice and you're pro-life, you actually understand you are pro-life and I'm pro-choice and we're different, period. And you can vote and I will vote and nobody's getting agitated because your opinion and mine don't match. And it's very straightforward how to be in a body where my opinion is mine, yours is yours, this is what it's called to be a differentiated self. And a 5D, your safe haven, secure base, it means you unconsciously love yourself with your flaws and imperfections and you support your desires, values, and everything you stand for. Oh, and so you are aligned completely with your physical, energetic body, mind body, your values, you hold on to them, and your heart body. And these are bodies that the lovely yoga people talk about. And when you're out of Maya land, 
And in functional adult land, and this is mind sight and mindfulness and me and my social engagement ventral vagal system as a human being, 5DC. If you want enlightenment soul age group, that's something we'll get into in a little bit. But at the very least, here is compassion beyond a reason. So as Zen masters, what we do when we see compulsive thieves is let me give you a hand. And that shatters if those hands are taken the defectiveness shame, and this is where we will see it because there will be more interaction, not less, and more seeking of the support in the moments of compulsive behavior. That means I want to move into the land of the best version of myself and you, person who is there, I will accept what you're doing to support me. And therefore, a person who does become receptive will allow themselves to realize they have what true love has always been about and it isn't where it's unrequainted. No, it's where you come towards me and I come towards you and nobody runs the fuck away from anything. Uh, and we also know how to say fuck you, fuck you and have fun along the way because, again... Did you actually ever think love was, oh, we're meshed? Did you know meshed is a whole different thing and it ain't two differentiated selves? So the people who are non-disciples, they do a lot of meshed. We're going to leave that one to the side. So they don't learn to be their own safe havens or secure bases because they have other people that are doing that and they're projecting the distorted self because they're in Maya land, adaptive child land, so their projection is, ooh, those people are saying what matches what I think and what I feel and how I want to behave. They also let me drink to the death of me, eat to the death of me, sex to the death of me, and let me live the movies, the teenage land, which shouldn't be teenage land, but this is where in the mind of an adaptive child, teenage, they get out of sorts, out of whack, and the people who support them, they just kept watching movies. I mean, at least for me, I saw all these people grow up. I, I don't see them out of, you know, I don't see moderation. When I see moderation, I know it. And usually it's a person who doesn't crap on themselves, doesn't crap on others for smoking, drinking, or doing drugs. No, no, moderation. Know their body, know their mind, know what health means. Don't need to be told it. That's what smart means. I have met people like that, thank goodness. There's at least some people that know moderation versus let me stop completely everything because I can't even know how to work with myself. People who move into their empowerment, they're not actually feeling like victims of the substance. They know it's not the substance, it's their relationship to it. They understand what projection of an ideology means because they actually move into the self that is the human being adult. They know how to use their brain, the cortex. And so they are looking. It's called intrapersonal intelligence and introspection. And that's where you get self-transformation. Not about pointing to the system. And here's where the system does the best it can to meet us in the middle. So I'm sure we'll be seeing some future things happen, which people don't want. But you don't learn how to be adults, man. System's going to have to come in. And, and here's where people that want to live what is an ancient history, they think of it as a conspiracy because they don't want to grow up. It's 
somehow they don't believe emotions are important and that compassion-based therapy is actually what works to help shatter unresolved traumas, the shame defectiveness. It's not a choice to have that. The infant, it's an infant's strategy to maintain their lifeline. It's something that allows the mind of a child, an infant, not to go insane the way it's explained by the good psychoeducators who study the mind with machines and attachment systems. And it's a long time, not one year, no, a dozen and more years of studying. So the old psychoeducators who don't want to believe the dozen, of, they're waiting for more years of proof. So we'll wait for that. No, we're not waiting. They can keep waiting. Meantime, they're creating schools to keep people in modulated embodied experiences, and there's all the non-disciples in groups. So the groups don't represent anything more than the flat earthers, for example. That's it. And unless they basically do something where the system needs to come in, you're going to just see them a little bit here and there, and there you go. Different opinions, the color of the rainbows. For my lovely 5D peeps, peeps and peeps. <laughs> There's a lot more at hand with this lovely 8-8 portal coming about and with our lovely new moon having passed, clearing away all that which does not serve. So awakening to the true self, which is just an unconsciously loving person who understands nobody's their greatest mistakes and that to resonate with yourself and with where you want to go equals you utilizing your every day, the 24 hours, in an effort to surround yourself with people who lift you up, not down when you're down. They lift you up, and they also don't BS you. So they're able to speak a truth to you, even if that makes them out to look like the quote-unquote bad guy or gal, or they. Okay, so let's continue in this lovely direction as I hone on in for your channel guidance people that are out of shame cycles are actively running if not sprinting towards everything that they know lifts them up and that's because there's a recognizing that love is met and it is met by compassionate and ventral vagal tones not by shaming and not by blaming and not by faulting tones and definitely not by revenging tones. For the love cycle people, those of you who are constantly in unconsciously loving spaces, so you've been where I have been my entire life, you know that when somebody is revenging, there's what? Compassion mirrors. When they're faulting, there's compassion mirrors. When there's blaming and when there's, again, uh, shaming. This doesn't mean that we are saying great job. No, it, every interaction is different, so it always depends. Because here we're talking about people and not groups because the movies are only uh, lived by those who stay within their own 4D plane and that's why they watch actual movies and things that are completely in an energy that is of uh they how can i break it down i'm not going to um but their their distortion leads them to keep pieces of information and a specific verbiage at hand 
and they think that's life. So they stay in modulated embodied experiences until they realize that they are not actually uh, on the right track because they are not tending to the well-being of all life form, which involves all humanity. So every person on the face of this planet, all of the people that involves people in jail, that involves criminals, it involves everyone. Those who are in 5D and in Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we want to help all people because the mental health community, the good ones, know how to help people to move out of shame Teflon bag brains like Russell Colts, who goes to prisons. And those prisoners say, you think us, the scum of the earth, can do something different? And he continues to say, yes, of course I do. And this is what it means to be a person who cares. A person who knows that infinite higher human consciousness potential is possible and not the modulated embodied people who will look at people like me and those people and say, compassion is bullshit. You should shame them. You are not out of your defectiveness modulated body experience and your anger and frustration and anything is ill-placed because that's why your distorted ego is missing and skipping out on information that is very, very, very much of neuroscience, by the way, and provable. And the part that it is an opinion and that it is that charge should be enough of a alert for a person to note, wait a minute, I am in my ego and I am distorting this information because I'm in a charge state, which means I'm upset, which means I'm in my dislike, which means that I am distorting what I'm speaking from my mouth. This doesn't mean you catch it immediately. It just means you become aware of it. So here, let's use the example of the love cycle people because we're just as imperfect as anybody else again. So when we have dislikes, we will recognize whether it's after the fact or during the fact that we're getting into Kali mode. And as soon as we realize it, we bring in Shiva and we look to temper the temperature and get back into our actual selves so that we can continue what is actually an interaction versus a distortion. And that's all. We don't shame ourselves because we got upset and we don't not not say we got upset and we don't say we don't have an opinion. We have plenty of opinions. We just don't cast stones. And while others think you should, we don't agree because that's what Zen masters know, grown-ups. We don't cast stones and we're not going to be perfect and we all will have biases and we all will try to catch them and disengage from them and then make statements of this sort of we all will go and vote and do things and create a system and some will be winners and some will be losers. It's not about sacrificing anything. It's that every country has a different type of system and, you know, it's uh, made by the people for the people. So while people in different parts of the world get pissy at each other, some people don't get pissy. They see how they can just reiterate, forgive them for they do not know, or forgiveness, or really this word forgiveness just means uh, fuck you, fuck you, let's hug and know. I'm pro-choice, you're pro-life, and it's all good because neither one of us is ruling the world and we're not only one people. There's plenty of people and there's countries and there's governments and there you go, and that is why... There's no point in actually getting into a debate because that's also not educational, by the way. 
And it's just a bunch of adaptive children who are all non-disciples, by the way, and in their modulated embodied experiences. So if people learn to become functional adults, they don't do that. What they learn and what they're attracted to is to actually be in more conversations with more people. These are the people that the channeled guidance is for, not for ego-sensitive. It's life-sensitive, and it's people who want to move into their pure consciousness self, which every person can be, once they move beyond their defectiveness shame cycles. Inner critic, outer critic, denying through addictions, sex, drugs, alcohol, food, and other, and then withdrawing. Okay, so now that that new moon has cleared away, for those who were blinded by aspects of, um, let's see, well, different aspects. You all have different areas that were in a space of charge. We'll put it that way. So whatever charges you were able to clear away, wherever there was a bit of, you know, lost, like the Lost Boys who with Peter Pan, they are able to live the life of children. But um, obviously in this case, we're, we're here. We're not in, in the Lost Land of for the, the Neverland or whatever it's called. So when you're able to know what the power of community is, you're also able to know that it is about people who care about each other's inner and outer well-being. So we do speak to each other, even if we bore each other, but we are open and receptive to the mouths and to the hearing and to the engaging of dialogue, as well as curiosity, obviously. When you are in equanimity land, neutrality land, that is the minute that you're always able to see your likes and dislikes, and you do dharma and not karma. And that equals you can also see if there are any traumatic memories. And in this case, unresolved trauma, it has different areas and, and aspects. Just keep the window of tolerance in mind. And I don't want to make the channel guidance this one about the psychoeducation, but if you have questions, let me know, and I'll share with you some stuff if you're a new listener. The ability to recognize that to communicate means that you're not trying to prove you're right, you're not trying to maintain power and control, and you're actually open to interacting, even with completely opposing perspectives, okay? The part about imperfection is important because all people don't keep secrets, they can all lie, and some people say, no, no, but everybody does, we all know that everybody can, of course we can, but sometimes things happen where you don't know what to do with some things, okay? So it's just a matter of the growing up and knowing that somebody and people in general will not always do anything. There's not an always, right? It's like with people. People don't uh, stick around until they do. And even if they do, every day is a new day. So they can get up and go, which is why the illusion of safety when it comes to people and each other is one that for a 5D person, we don't equate our relationships to a sense of safety, meaning you are always going to do the right or wrong thing. 
the safety is safe haven, which means that you can be yourself and I can be myself and nobody's going to shame anyone. Because see, that's what it means to be seen, to be soothed and to be safe and to be secure. Now, some individuals, this is again, the non-disciples and all adoptive children think that shaming, which is why until people stay within those shame cycles, they will not know inner growth or outer growth. They won't know 5D, period. They won't know pure consciousness. They won't know unconditional love because they don't unconditionally love. They have conditions and that's all adaptive children. They are projecting an image of what they want outside of themselves and that's with people. And as I said, the 5D person doesn't do that. We don't shame people. If you shame people, it's not good or bad. It means you're not here yet. And I'm trying to explain to you why you don't want to shame people. So moving beyond the spirituality component is why it's important to use the psychoeducation because you won't know Maya, what it means, or it's staying aligned with your bodies when you think that spirituality means that you are better than somebody else. Spirituality and yoga, they mean oneness consciousness. It means you, an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self. You have mind sight, you're a somatic empath, and you're always in a state of physiological compassion. And it's physiological because there's specific parts of the brain that light up. And your ventral vagal nervous system is always engaged, not anything else. I have personally been in these moments, and I was very proud the first time it happened in a big way because that's when you have always been unconditional love, that's what you will, that's what you are. When your heart is always that, it's all, it's all you know. I don't know how to feel defective. I know that I'm imperfect, but I'm not defective. And even if I'm defective, I have no shame about it. I, Maria, the human being who's speaking to you. This is 5D. This is oneness consciousness with a human perspective who says, okay, you want to use Maya, go for it. What it means is integrated mind. Let me get you to a person who can tell you what this means. All hands on deck. Your default mode network is downregulated, which means your neuroception says, cool, put on your social engagement, your mammalian ventral vagal nervous system, the more today part of your nervous system. You also have your reptilian one. It's the fight, flight, and freeze. And that's yellow and red, which is all the non-disciples and adaptive children. And they're not Zen masters and they never will be Zen masters of themselves. And who cares? Because we don't actually care whether they are Zen masters and in oneness consciousness or not. Leave us alone. And go do your telling everybody else what to do when you don't even know what you're talking about. Because you don't know how to take care of yourself. Since your body's under stress and you're not doing anything about it except for living the movies in drama land and saying, oh, nobody can maintain the vibration of enlightenment. Uh, yes, 4D readers, yes, we can. And you obviously can't because you don't know because you didn't go learn about your body and your brain as a human being. You think just because you got clears that you have some magical powers which are not what you have. It's a field of consciousness. It's a field of energy. And we are connected to it through the thinking brain. But you need to learn how to use it first. And that's only if you're in a restorative embodied self and moving towards integration of the mind. So the power of community is when the people that gather around you are the people who see that if you are down and in the dumps, we need to lift you up. 
And we also need to speak to you and not shame you because shaming you isn't going to speak to you. Because nobody is going to respond to if I'm yelling at you. The Zen master, why is 5D Zen master? Zen master stories and tradition story of said guru. And people will read that and they will think of themselves as Zen masters and they will turn to a person who's a compulsive sex, drug, alcohol addict of some sort. Ah, let me go tell you what to do with your life. That's not how it works. Hey, you know, maybe, how are you feeling today? Good? Are you, are you good? Are you treating yourself well? What did you do last night? Did you drink? Oh, really? Did you drink 10 beers, 20? How about maybe five next time? What do you think? Do you think your body... It's called having conversations. And some people can be like, oh, you're being a pain in the ass. Okay, you're right. I am being a pain in the ass, but you know that it's because I care. I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. It's because I care. And so here's where people who don't want to hear it they will make sure to disengage from relationships like that. And people who are Zen masters will still be reaching out and checking in, but they'll get the picture and they'll leave it alone. Because at the end of the day, no Zen master, no enlightenment soul age person is here to go tell in some other life what to do with their lives and you're not the law and you're not their parent. Now, the non-disciples, uh, well, they get to tell you everything that they know about, apparently. Okay, so that's the part of why only spiritual talk makes no sense to people, and they think that they're doing it. You can maintain the enlightenment vibration. It's called you, an unconditionally loving body, because everybody has flaws and imperfections. The no charge is what I want to move back towards. So when your community supports you, and they are actually in a space of connected to connectedness to you they will attempt to do their best to lift you up when you are down and to give you insights on what it means to lead a moderate life and this is in many different ways so when people yell at those who are pure consciousness any of you who are here right now is a very beautiful time July with the Lionsgate portal you've established your newfound energy so you have mastered if you're in the enlightenment soul age group that physical component you're still learning to put that into practice but that's where you're at if you have just recently come into your integrated mind and restorative embodied self so you've recently got out of the defectiveness you've dissolved it you're managing your parts so you know about the one to three-year-old attached panic. You know about the three to seven shame submissive. You know about freeze of all ages. Light 11, 12 and fight 14, 15, 16. These are energetic imprints. You'll notice them because it'll feel like those age groups if you're aware of your body. If you're not, then you can look to it this way. We all have a two-year-old. Everybody's heard of it. So when you get all pissy, okay? It's not about you shaming yourself. It's about noticing when you're in a charge state. And I'm going to simplify it. If you've mastered your charge state, you've mastered your emotional plane. And if you have been leading yourself to equanimity again and again and again, you're leading yourself to be your emotional and mental master. And there you go. And now you get to move into the next steps and settle into having people who lift you up. And so those who have awakened the lion within them, they're ready to have that roar 
and it's unconditionally loving, so compassionate beyond a reason. And you support people by speaking truths with compassion and not shaming. And when people instead come to you with shame, blame, fault, or revenge, spitefulness, enviness, jealousy. So when these things happen, since some people will be triggered with their unresolved trauma and their safety behaviors will come up. And this is our lovely family again. They are where we get to rise beyond likes and dislikes. So those who are masters of themselves, the Zen master people here, and that's all of you because you've all chosen equanimity and unconditional love. If you haven't, then let me again reiterate, IHP content is not for you. It's okay. Unless you want to be compassionate beyond a reason, if that matches, then okay, keep listening. But if it doesn't because you think people need to be shamed, I'm not a match. I'm not the person who's going to inspire your higher infinite human potential because your consciousness, you don't want it. Your body doesn't feel it. And I understand from all psychoeducational areas why. And as I said, it's called shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, unresolved trauma of your own, charged states of your own. It's stuff that your body has been through and it's not something for me to uncover because I'm not you, and you are saying, I dislike you, I disagree, I don't want to, I don't think it's a, that's it, you need to follow your heart, not mine, I'm here for unconditionally loving hearts, and so people who are open and receptive to the universal love energy, to all subject matters, this has always been the case, but it's opened up to more since, you know, I've dove into my mysticism completely in the past years, you all know different stories, and it is amazing to be able and support people who will be in 5D because they're the functional adult love language that all people who are compulsive or actual disciples need so that they can move out of their limited consciousness and move into their inner and outer well-being. This means eating right, drinking right, doing speaking of politics right meaning don't get all offended because somebody used the wrong word and be a little asshole about it uh learning how to say that to somebody and be like what the hell man oh my gosh this is like uh, because some people make it very very hard for people to just be able and converse because they again get all up, up in their egos and Luckily for us, there are 5D educators out there and science people who are going to be the ones advancing society since the laws and systems work based on what works, not on the gossip land of those who just yell at each other. But for all of you who are, again, 5D, your awakened line is here, your perfection is here, equanimity. And you do notice those who lift you up and tend to you more and you want more of those people because, again, you're awakened from the illusion that shaming is the right thing to do. You know it's not. Compassion is the right thing to do. Compassion shatters the compulsive thief. Compassion mirrors allow people who want to move into their next steps to do so because they get to choose their own self. And they dissolve the shame, the effectiveness, Teflon brain. And that's how they get out of Maya. 
it's not maya i don't like to use that word but in case anybody does yoga you'll know what maya is this whole story so those of us who have been pure consciousness our entire life we don't need maya it's called i got an ego and i know how to handle it and it's good to go its name's maria i'm maria and i'm speaking to you thank goodness i have a self otherwise i would not be here so moving beyond the spirituality plane we don't even stop there we don't even sit there in fact we're usually the love cycle people already in the enlightenment plane when individuals that are our loved ones shame us blame us fault us or revenge us because we speak about leading a balanced inner and outer well-being from a place of differentiated self. How can I explain this one? Um, we repeat ourselves. The Zen master, he repeats himself when his disciples keep saying, we're not going to forgive the compulsive thief. And he says the same word, and that's it. So, in interactions, obviously, for those of you who are love cycles you know, know this already it doesn't mean we're nice about it when we're repeating it depends how we've been brought to repeat ourselves and what the circumstances and on that note for my love cycle people you don't really have people in your life like that uh, you don't have it now in the past years all you have are people who are either lifting you up or that's uh, something that you have already people that are normal in your life, integrated, okay? And that's because you don't actually have around you those who don't take a minute or two to understand what you're saying. <clears throat> but let's say that some of you still have people who are in your life who are actually in the space of shaming, trying to shame you. And so basically, you're being yourself you're the compassionate mirror, they are rejecting themselves and they consistently are trying to do shame, blame, fault, or even revenge. So actively, if you have people in that boat, I'm sure you know who those people will be. Because if you are an intuitive, that is, and the Enlightenment Soul A Troop intuitive. So in those moments when these things happen, like the Zen Master does, there is a reiteration of the facts which will be straightforward and um, not very challenging to share if it's been repeat so while a first interaction can be charged because when you're taken off guard in any interaction this is the moment wait a minute what your body's charged okay <clears throat> so at that point again as you're interacting with people spelling out uh, why and explaining yourself and then leaving it alone and moving forward so you will have potentially had the ability to clear out some unnecessary situations and i say unnecessary because usually the people who are hanging on to a string but they're not wanting to take it they're still choosing fear because of the unresolved trauma okay so when people don't recognize they're afraid of fiercely loving and that's because they're not able to accept differences between loved ones 
And that's, I know, something that some people say silly. No, like I said, pro-life, pro-choice. I have a friend, they're pro-life, I'm pro-choice. And we got into it and we both agreed that it's a good thing neither one of us is a dictator because we would not be happy about our decisions. And we are able to, again, love each other, be friends, and continue to have very interesting communication. That's because that's what grown-ups can do when it comes to knowing life-sensitive and not ego-sensitive. Okay, so self-empowerment is this, and unconditionally loving each other is also this. And it is actually being excited. So here's where that was safe haven. So then let's move to secure base. People being able to support you. And I'll use the same friend as the example because actually it is thanks to them that I speak even more without taking care of the whole, am I saying it politically right or not? I'm going to say whatever I want to say because I'm here to support compassion. And I'm here to support love and I'm here to support open-ended conversations. And I, in fact, shared with them that it's because... <clears throat> of me knowing that them and I have completely opposing views and they look at me with the eyes of a person who's looking at me. They see me. They see me means they respect me. And that's a word that we don't even need to use, but it is a very specific look and it is a very, very specific tone and it is a very specific mannerism. And this is where when somebody sees you and then they also give you nudges, why? My friend knows what I care about. And even though they know them and I have completely opposing views, whenever we talk about what I do, their nudging is to fuel my path. They don't do anything to break me down. No. Now, they had their moments of, I'm not sure about you. They've told me about that. And that's fair and square because we didn't know each other and their own story. But the point is, in the moment that they did figure out, okay, it's a trustworthy person, their ability to look at me the way that no other person who has opposing views has ever looked at me, because see, we will notice, those of us who are Zen masters, we notice, as well as others who can move into their Zen mastery, because Zen mastery is the oneness consciousness. Modulated bodies, they can be smart. They're not Zen masters yet. It's when you can see from your left and right mode, you see everything, and you have that integrated mind, that's when your clarity, physically speaking, you have full vision, because you know of your own likes and dislikes. And your body is in a ventral vagal state, so you're able to stay in Dharma, and then you're able to remember, okay, uh, it's unnecessary for me to do this, I need to look at the bigger picture, because the planet is a globe and not the other way around. So long story short, though, when people look at you and speak to you in a way of supporting you, even though you're on opposing ends, you'll notice that. And that's safe haven, secure basis. So they not only give you food for thought so that you can keep moving in the desired direction, you do the same, and that's what support means. And that's what true community is. So the power of community is what you, if you're a 5DC person, in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, are able to share with your loved ones. And when those loved ones can't share that with you, you simply learn how to put into practice your lovely ventral vagal 
nervous system, and to use your words, your functional adult love language, and maintain a level of compassion. So at this point in whatever journey you're in, you will have learned and you get to bring forth the roar of a lion that is loving and kind and welcoming of all and you don't bullshit people. And so if you meet up with individuals who need to be presented what is uh, the truth, doesn't matter if they think it's selfish or hurtful or self-centered and it's not about it doesn't matter because they don't matter it's that if you're presenting a truth again from land of equanimity you present something very specific so i used an example i think it was in the couple episodes ago i'll use that one to close out this is a very real thing that i again don't know we'll see if something happens and how whatever but I'll present it with the hypothetical that I had already given you because it's an equation where when you meet blind and deaf people, and that's all non-disciples and adaptive children, people who can see and hear and speak, the Zen master, we will notice. And there's aspects that we are not going to engage in, which is you choose to do you. And I choose to me. I'm not here to be your parent. That's not what our relationships are for. You already have those caregivers. So if you're an adult, you're not projecting. While the adaptive child projects, you're not projecting. You don't have charge states. Again, you have your higher self. So what a higher self does, the integrated mind, restorative embodied self individual, is a tone of compassion and or firmness with compassion and straightforward you do the best you can again it ain't about political correctness this is why we don't do ego sensitive people they won't like us it's okay they don't have to like us so when they don't like us and they call us evil we know we're not evil because we didn't do anything evil we expressed what is an observation an opinion and they don't like it and now they're calling us names which is where michael yapko comes in and as he says most people are not toxic people just use that word because they don't know how to handle each other and all of the psychoeducators, that's exactly what they say. People don't know that boundaries are flexible and adaptive and you meet each other in the middle. The fuck you, fuck you, that said guru says one of his quotes and you come together and hunt. Smart people and adult people know this. Other people, they are not adults and they're not in fact self-empowered or 5D. So long story short, when a Zen master meets those who do not um, understand we will not change what we're saying. We will repeat what we have most likely already said, and we will just um, allow that to sit, stay, and that's it. And it won't be, oh my gosh, I'm so ashamed that this person uh, is calling me a name. No, there will be an understanding of why there's being a name calling. It's called, I don't like what you just said, and I don't know how to handle it like a grown-up, so now I'm going to insult you. I'm going to this is the self-hate, no, not self, it's the hatred part, it's the retaliation, excuse me, so adaptive children, they don't come in to communicate, they need to prove they're right, and so some people will do the whole, I'm going to prove I'm right, then they're going to try and control you while they're trying to prove they're right with whatever their confirmation bias story is, and a lot more, then they're going to make it about their 
perspective, their distorted self is going to say, oh, look, I'm the victim. They're not. I'm, I'm the one. And, and switching back and forth, here's where the defectiveness, shame cycle, shame, blame, fault, revenge. And then if that's not working, they're retaliating. Oh, now I'm going to accuse you of having hurt my feelings. You're an asshole, not the other way around. And now I'm going to come back and get you because you're an asshole. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to withdraw. And, you know, that's about it. So the aspects of uh, adaptive children are always in charge states and they're not scary because it's usually just a person insulting you and accusing you falsely of things and that's about it therefore you don't need to be too concerned if you will if you are 5d it means what you get to understand family is a training grounds <clears throat> to go beyond <clears throat> as Sadhguru says your likes and dislikes to do dharma and keep connecting to oneness consciousness, unconditionally loving you and those individuals. So you don't disengage and cut them out of your life and call them names. No, you allow yourself to reiterate, we are agreeing to disagree. I've done this multiple times. And you can use all the words you want. I understand what you're saying to me. I hear you cloud and clear and I'm going to agree to disagree with you right now. I'm sorry that, that I don't have anything else to say. The people that we're fondly growing with, on the other hand, <clears throat> so here's where more communication, more laughter, more sharing, more caring, more open heart, more fiercely loving. People who love, what do they do? They run towards each other, not away from each other. And so if you're a oneness consciousness, at this point, and always have been, if you've always been, you already knew people are a bonus and they stick around if they want to stick around because they enjoy you like you enjoy them. Like the Rumi quote goes, those who love with eyes say goodbye, but those who love with heart and soul, they don't know separation. And our oversoul for the pure consciousness individual that is tuning in, you the love cycle person, you already know you're adding to it. So right now, those who lift you up and let you feel awesome about being yourself, there's more of them. And those who feel the same about you, they come towards you and want more of you. There's communication, there's enjoyment, there's laughter. For those who are going through a challenging time, you're able to put into practice how to be a person who's compassionate. And to allow yourself to know the only thing you're gifting anybody is your time. Because really, if you have people who are in your love space, whether they are Zen masters, disciples or non-disciples or compulsive, you walk with all people of all walks of life. And you support them to know what their inner and outer well-being is, which means you support them by being honest and no bullshit. And that's it. And everybody accepts everybody. So if they have, let's say, the insecure attachment styles, they're disconnected, preoccupied, or fearful avoidant. You're not going to go tell them not to be who they are. You learn and know how to navigate them already if you're a love cycle. If you're just getting here, then you learn now as you put into practice how to navigate by speaking 
with compassion it mirrors so with compassion you address those moments and if their heartbreak gut wrench torn apart their unresolved trauma stuff comes up and that fragment is for them to be ready to see they will welcome your hand because they welcome to see that fragment they want to reintegrate and become more of their self and so those people they come towards you again the non-disciples no they use transference and what they do is actually uh it will be contracting and right now is not the moment though because those individuals actually are doing a karma hangover kind of getting out of it so they are repeating their next cycle if they haven't awoken to wanting more of themselves so what this means is they already did the uh, compulsive stuff then they awoke to oh shit i did it again oops i did it again and that song uh, and then they go off and get distracted once more so they do their insecure attachment style because that's where unless a person becomes their own safe haven and secure base so unless they wake up out of their ego self out of maya and say wait a minute this thing it's not bringing me an inner well-being so uh, the example would be i blame you for my suffering and you and you and you and you and that's what it is and that's it and they just keep on moving forward with their same uh addictive behaviors, maladaptive responses to their unresolved trauma. And they stick to that insecure attachment style. And in fact, it's unfortunate because insecure attachment styles don't know how to inner nurture themselves. But if they are open to the relationship, then that means they will take nudges here and there. That doesn't mean they will move into something more, but it does mean that they will settle into that soul age group. And if they settle into, this is still a positive because they actually welcome aspects of themselves, aspects of you, and you build secure connections. So this is where I have plenty of insecure attachment style friends in my life, and they're all really awesome. So the non-disciples or disciples, they are either allowing the self right now to settle into what is their go-to uh, the movies make it look like okay to live certain types of lifestyles the ones who are doing self-transformation they're moving into moderation so they're moving into their next steps which is then mastery the individuals who are just out of their compulsive they get to move into either their self-mastery and so again their well-being and that means having a community of people who unconditionally love you and lift you up and tell you the truth about how we feel with compassion. So they get you out of that Maya land and that's about it. You're supported by all the people around you if you are in a 5D self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness. So if you're a individual who finally has your body your energy body your physical body your mind body your values and your heart body in your joy all aligned every day you're surrounded by people who lift you up the ones who can't lift you up they don't put you down because you have your own established relationship and you put them up and or talk to them the truth and 
that's how you create those healthy they're flexible adaptive coherent boundaries you don't tell them you're not in my life no you actually allow people to understand i do this all the time again i use me as this example just recently i was having a conversation with an individual who refuses to understand that we don't have anything that allows us to have a intellectually insightful moment because we have completely different interests so it's okay to socialize in small doses, but straightforward. It's not going to be fun to hang out. They don't want to accept it, but that's because some people are blind and deaf. And really it's because they want something different than what is being presented to them. That's all. But they learn how to accept what is because that's how we care. We say, okay, well, you know what, fine. Let's do with this because we still want to be around each other as much as we can in those modes that work for everybody. And the middle is what is a healthy, again, for functional adults, the love language is this. And that's where you're all at today. And I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.